Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? I'm well, Rick. Thank you. Hello, friends. Well, um, listen, so we get questions from time to time in about money and all sorts of different ways, and I just want to start with this one. Tithing, is that something that's for today? Is that biblical? Do I need to tithe? Yeah, well, here's the thing. We need to give because it's an expression of our love for God and want to invest in eternal things. And we'll talk about principles about giving, but the tithe specifically, what is a tithe? Tithe comes from an old English word, which literally means one-tenth, and it comes from Old Testament uh, exhortations from God to Israel as a part of the requirement of being an Israeli citizen under God's theocratic uh, effort to have Israel represent him to the nations. And it's only, well, it's not even a half of it for an Israelite. I'll talk about that in just a second. But they were commanded, Leviticus and Deuteronomy and other places, to give one-tenth, okay, the first of all their produce, one-tenth of it to the ministry of the temple or the tabernacle. But if you were an Old Testament Jew, you didn't just give one-tenth. You gave about over 23% of everything that you had went to some form of offering or giving. So even in the Old Testament... It wasn't just one-tenth. It was probably closer to 20% plus by the time you got done with all your giving. But the question is, okay, so is it 20%? Is it a double tithe? You need to know this. The average American Christian today gives less than 2%, according to all stats that are out there. What is a little bit sad is that us who are in a love relationship with God under grace, sons, not Old Testament children, but New Testament sons, are doing less than babies were instructed to do. Some people would say, that's why it's a good idea, Todd, to tell people to, to at least start at 10%, because that's what the Israelis were called to do as a beginning giving act. Well, here's what I would tell you the New Testament principle is, okay? First of all, we're not under law, okay? But like I said, we're in a relationship with God, and when we love God, we want to give in a way that shows our love for Him. And so we're giving not to God. God owns the cattle on a thousand hills, Psalm 50 says. So God's not resource-deprived, okay? We'll put a link uh, to a message I did about this in a series called What If the Skeptics Are Right, where George Carlin mocks the fact that somehow God, though he's omnipotent and sovereign over the whole universe, can't seem to manage money. Well, that's not the case. But as Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, not that I seek the gift itself, but the credit that it is to your account. The credit to your account is not that you're stockpiling up for yourself some uh, greater favor with God because... God loves us and demonstrates his love for us while we have nothing to present to him as a worthy offering, okay? Uh, what, what, what that means is it, it's an effort. Paul says, I seek the credit that is to your account that you're a person who understands uh, the dignity and value of God's goodness and way, that you live with an eternal mindset. And that, my friends, will lead to a blessing, okay? The New Testament principle for giving is this, is that each one must do as he has purposed in his heart, not begrudgingly right? Or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver, okay? But here are some principles that are true from Old Testament's uh, commands and New Testament. So Old Testament, principle, okay? This is wisdom living. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9, it says, honor the Lord with, from your wealth with the first of all your produce. It's not like I take care of my business and do what I want to do, and then I go, let's see what's left for God, right? No, what we want to say is, hey, listen, I, I, Deuteronomy 8 talks about the fact that it's the Lord who gives us the power to create wealth. And so as an expression of thanksgiving, as an expression of love and devotion to him, right away I want to start by saying, Lord, I want to give back to others who are going to exhort me and other people to, to know about your goodness, to know about your kindness, and to invest in your work and purposes. Okay, And, and so um, we should do it first. 
Not after I dole out all my bills, resources, even pay my taxes. Let's just go right into it and go, what do I have to give to God? All right? Uh, in the New Testament, in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, in verse 2, we have Paul admonishing there the Corinthian church to, it says, on the first day of the week. In other words, right away, okay, uh, as each one of you is, each one of you is to put aside it says, as he is prospered in some translation, or as he may prosper. In other words, as God has allowed him, as it's going well with him, is another way to translate, translate that. So the giving in the New Testament is you give cheerfully, not begrudgingly, not under compulsion, and as you are able. Okay? And, and so what I would encourage people to do is say, listen, probably more of us can give a whole lot more to other people in God's name and to advance God's purposes uh, than we do. And, and when God gives you more, it's probably not to increase your standard of living, but to increase your standard of giving, okay? So it's a mistake when people think they've got to give to meet some requirement, okay? Because we don't give to meet a requirement. We also don't give to get. There's not this idea that if I do this, God will bless me more. I'm sow a seed, and then I'm going to get right. something back. And... and we don't give to be noticed, Okay, so we're going to do a whole real truth real quick on this idea of will God prosper you if you give? But on this one, the question is, what about the tithe? Is it a good starting place? I would tell you a good starting place is this, uh, that you should convince yourself of the kindness and the goodness of God, and you should want to invest in God's kingdom and his purposes, and you should do it first. And you should do it as much as you can with joy. And I'm going to tell you that it's true in my life, that it has always been a greater blessing to give than receive, just like Jesus said it would be. My wife and I uh, don't start by saying, do we have to give 10% and then what else we can do? We can start We start off by saying, man, Lord, how can we be more generous than we were last year? How can we be more generous uh, than we think we can be right now? Because we know, Lord, when we invest with you and invest in other people, it brings us great joy. By the way, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Stephen King, they would tell you, every one of them have discovered this. These guys aren't even believers. These guys have made massive fortunes, and they're finding out giving away their fortunes is a greater blessing than keeping it. Now, you might say, well, yeah, well, Todd, they're still giving it away that they can live incredibly wealthy lives. That's true. That's why I would tell them what I would tell everybody who's watching this today. When God gives you enough, you got to figure out what's enough, all right? And I want to just increase my standard of giving, not my standard of living. So the tithe is not something we're compelled to give. It is a uh, not even a good place to start. A good place to start is how much has God given for me and how can I give to him as an expression of my love for him? And so I would think that it's probably more than that. I would say give to God first, give to God generously, don't give to be noticed, don't give to get, and don't give because God won't love you if you don't do it. Yeah. Okay. One thing I want to say, someone that's, you know, we get folks that watch this on YouTube and you yeah. said that comment, hey, I think it's probably more than that. We're not trying to give people's money. There's not an address here when you need to send checks to Real Truth real quick. No. You're just talking about giving to God's kingdom plan. Well, yeah, you give to God because you love him. Where, where your heart is, there your treasure will be also. Yeah. And so I'm giving to God's purposes, right? I'm giving to the church that equips me, develops me, okay? And so at Watermark, we don't even pass an yeah. offering. Uh, we don't have an offering, okay? We just tell people, hey, you can give in the back. But it's wrong if we don't give people an opportunity to give. Watermark is not so well-funded that we don't need money. Yeah. Okay? People understand that, and they give because they see God at work here. But uh, we'll even talk about how you can vet who you should give to. And I would just tell you this. If you don't see God at work in your local church, that's not a giving problem. 
that's a church problem. And so deal with that first. Yeah. Okay, there we go. All right, hey, thanks. And we'll put the links that Todd mentioned in our show notes. If uh, you're on uh, YouTube, you can find those in our description. On our website, right there under show notes, you can find those. And right above you, if you're on YouTube, it'll say, click here to subscribe. If you click that button, you'll get our weekly videos right to your inbox, real simple. We do these every single week, and you can stay connected with us that way. There you go, man. And we'll see you next week on another episode. Be generous and be joyful. Be joyful.